1: Eric, you ready? I'm ready. You ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another session of The Playhouse. Feel the excitement in my voice because of who it is that I am interviewing. Watch this guy grow up. (laughs) I mean, I watched this guy from when I was a kid. So it is super exciting Mm -hmm. to have you here. A veteran in the Kenyan music industry. Annie, introducing you, I'm not doing it justice, but I'm going to try my best. He has got over six albums to his name. Uh, Been in one of the first urban pop groups that this country has. Um, Both gospel exploded into secular and Yanni has just been leaving a mark in the African music industry. As a solo musician one of his songs is what we call the second national anthem. (laughs) Um, An activist uh, for musicians, an activist for the nation actually even not just for musicians. He has mentored a whole lot of people and still is mentoring. Has been in the industry for over 25 years. If you're seeing this and you have no idea who I'm talking to, you're going to enjoy this interview. But a lot of people are excited because they are like, Yanni, I can't believe this. The Playhouse has managed to get him. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, put your hands together for none other than. I mean. Try and do my own sort of flex. I'm a bit of a groupie right now, Eric. Eh? Okay. So kind of just understand. Eh? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so thank you so much, anyway, for accepting to to be here. You promised the date, you kept it.
2: Well, th- well, I, we have tried for a long time to connect, so I'm glad it finally happened. Yeah. Your story
1: uh, is so wide. Eh? I even in my intro, I didn't even talk about how you've shaped musical theatre. But the good thing mm. is that you are telling your own story. Okay. Uh, so how I love starting this is throw it way back. And I ask a musician, performing artists, people involved in the industry, when do you feel like you first had the love for music?
2: Had the love? I've had the love for music since I was a kid. As in, like, we got a piano when I was four years old. Uh, we actually got it from, my dad got it from my brother. Um, and he, but he's a football player, you know, uh, yeah. and... Uh, how, many, how many are you in the family? We're two. Mm-hmm. Um, just you and your brother? Just me and my brother. Um, my dad, my, dad has, uh, my dad and mum got divorced and my dad remarried and so I have three steps uh, siblings. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, we grew up as, as the two of us, me and my bro. Um, and uh, yeah, so there was music in the house from the time I was a kid, you know. Can my I ask parents what were this is? Yeah, I mean, I, my first memories of sort of listening to music and really enjoying it was like 77, 78, you know uh it was we we're, were listening to the jackson's we're listening to kamaru we're listening to abba bonniem we're listening to uh fadili we're listening to just everything you know uh, and my my family is very musical, and so we were listen we were just all the time there was there was music in the house, you know. But we had a record player. In fact, there's some there's some records from uh, from my childhood here uh, in this house, you know. You jack them in, into the yeah, you know somehow. <laughs> and so on Sundays, we'll take out the record player and, and play some stuff, you know. Even now, you know. But so my my earliest memories of loving music are back in the day, you know. I, I couldn't sit down when music started to play. I'd get up and start to dance, and you know. Uh, so it's it's it's. <sighs> It's been in the family. My dad, for instance, whenever he used to wake us up for school, you know, um, he'd stand at the door and he'd, he'd play a rhythm on the door, you know, oh, nice. with, his, with his fingers. And so it's, 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 it's been in the family, man.
1: So you, you, you've talked about, because right now you're sitting in front of a piano.
2: I'm playing sitting in front of a piano, that's so, right.
1: So you talked about, um, when did you start now learning to play piano?
2: Uh, well, I started sort of tinkling around yeah, when I was a kid, you know. I never took my piano lessons seriously, you know mm-hmm. and in fact, I remember one day showing up for my my piano class at, at Conservator, and my teacher asking me, "Are you being forced to be here <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah uh, and so and I, I really do wish I'd taken my my piano lessons a lot more seriously so by the way, if you're learning how to play an instrument, take it very seriously you will never regret it um, and uh yeah so but then i, th- I started doing uh, sort of uh exams with mm-hmm. the, the royal schools of music the thing that, that the conservatoire prepares you for yeah uh and i did up to grade five and that grade five was uh even me sort of waking up and deciding to do it and i was doing that well, like when i was in my 20s you know what yeah
1: let's let's kind of stick stay to this childhood era where were you in in primary school
2: i was at saint mary's for all my life what all my life yeah yo oh. It has a a primary and a secondary school. (laughs) You don't (laughs) know know. why why move, you
1: know. In in primary, okay. Now you've talked about uh, the passion and love for music. What elements? I mean, you you do so much, dude. You're a songwriter, you're a producer. There's so much in music that you did. At this time, you're a vocalist, instrumentalist. What exactly were you passionate about, or where did you start?
2: That's a good question. I think well, I I started singing in choirs. You know, our school had a choir and we, we did musicals every single year, you know. Uh, and so I was in every single musical that St. Mary's did, other than sort of the middle years, when you, when you get into secondary school mm-hmm. and your, your, your buddies are laughing at you because you're in the choir, it's a very sissy thing to do <laughs> according to everyone. They're like, Manze, what are you doing in the choir, right? And so, you know, You know, and uh, it, was, it, it was not cool to be in the choir when I was like 14, 15, you know. No. So I stopped, you know, and I, I started playing basketball yo yeah I, but
1: ah, but that's deep by the time you were entering the choir this passion was was morphing it was growing it was becoming it's true like you because it's not cool but you're like this is where I'm drawn to
2: yeah but I I, I gave into peer pressure for those kids three four years you know um and just yeah went, went into basketball and then and I was I was pretty decent I actually captained our school team you. yeah <laughs> but we Stuff lost... Stuff you only find out well, here you know <laughs> I think uh, we played Nyeri Baptist once. This is for Kanji, <laughs> and I don't think I, ever, I don't think Kanji and I ever played together. As in, like, uh, we we're not, were not in secondary school at the same time. Yeah. But Nyeri Baptist twankered us guys like crazy, you know. And, and then, but I even remember we played Saint Teresa's when I was in Form One. Mm. We lost 159-34. <laughs> Mexico. Yeah. Right? Those guys. Tuanga does so nicely. And uh, there was as a 14 year old. I got the ball, I was subbed in. I was like, okay, I'm going on, I'm I'm playing for the first team. I mean for one. I'm dribbling, I'm dribbling. And the centuries of the guys are like, so and then they let me shoot. And I shot and it was a baby. Anyone <laughs> touched the rib. You know what I'm saying? Was that a cue to
1: be uh, like, okay, let me
2: leave this. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I I went on. I went on till I, I did my IB. But at that point, by by the time I was finishing high school, I was already, I was back in the music and so I was doing both.
1: Okay, so now what when do you now decide, okay, fine, I'm coming back into the music? Uh
2: there, there are many things that sort of happened uh in my high school life that sort of began to draw me back to music. Um at one point I I met this guy who I, who I really respected because um, he was a guy who, he, he, had, he had a very strong sort of faith life, you know, a guy called Mwema um, Mwindi, still a good friend of mine now. And uh, he, was, he was sort of a really principled guy, you know, and uh, he was also a rugby player, you know, and so he, he was, your, he was your, 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 your man's man, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but very centred and not a peer pressure kind of guy, you know? And I really liked his bearing, you know? And then uh, he started to sort of talk to me about matters of faith, you know? Uh, and then, so a, a number, so it's it's, it's it's a conflation of things. And then I, I got sick, I got chicken pox, and I was in bed pretty much for three weeks to a month. Mm-hmm. And I'd been introduced to all this music, right? And I was lying at, uh, in bed, right? And I was listening to all these tunes, Akina, the Winans, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, And then I'd also borrowed a Ladysmith Black Mambazo cassette from a neighbor of mine, right? And also then my brother, who was in the US at the time, how we used to get music was whenever there's like a flight coming and someone, you know, he sends you a tape with the latest jams, right? So I was locked up in a room for pretty much a month just listening to all these tunes, you know? And um, also sort of at a a time in my life where I I was trying to figure out what, what my faith is, you mm-hmm. know? So I was listening to all this gospel music, listening to the Lady Smith's Black Mambas, listening to all this funk and R&B, you know? And so all these factors sort of began to play a role in, uh, in, in, in me sort of loving music and also having a very spiritual relationship with it, you know? You know. Um, yeah, and uh, so 15, 16, coming back into the music, uh, went into... So, it's
1: by coming back, you're talking about now you're back in the choirs. I'm back in
2: the choir. Yes, you're you back know? in the school
1: place and exactly, things like that. Exactly, you yeah. know.
2: Um, and then, um, in IB, Saints is a, is a boys' school. Yep. Uh, and then, chicks show up... In IB. In IB. <laughs> yes. Right? Oh, yes, you're right. Yeah? So, so, it's not
1: like you're doing choir because that's
2: what Chiles were, well, no. no. No, 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 Saints is, is boys' school all the way. Oh, yes, it's, it's a boys' school <laughs> yeah. all the way, you know. Um, and then, suddenly, you're being roped into all these things because... Um, I got pulled into this singing group, right, by these chicks who were now St. Mary's guys, but I'd known them from their Muso days, and we ended up singing this this song at at, at at a prize day, and it was like I it's I began to find my voice, you know, because it's also like a thing of your voice has just broken, mm. you know, you don't know where you belong, you don't know where sort of register wise where you where you're gonna go. Um, That's a difficult
1: time, man. Eh? It is a in, difficult in, in, time in in a musician's life, especially if you started early days. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: You don't know. You don't know where your voice is. You know, you kind of feel you should be singing down here. You know, and then your a song demands that you kind of go high and you shock yourself. They're like, I can do that. You know, mm-hmm. um, and but then for me, the moment where it all sort of crystallized and there was no turning back. Um, I was seventeen years old. Uh, we were auditioning to perform at prize day with a bunch of friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And you audition at St. Mary's to the primary school, the junior school. Mm-hmm. These kids are ruthless. They have no children. They're ruthless, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, we, the, the year before, I'd seen some friends of mine go and sing this a cappella song, and they messed it up so badly, right? And the kids laughed them off stage, right? And so we go, and they're like, okay, next year, I'm gonna give this thing a try. We get on stage. And it's just a song where the harmonies build up. It starts with the lead, then the second verse, a second voice comes in. Mm -hmm. uh, Continuously like that. Uh, So, the lead singer starts to sing, and he's a known joker, right? And so the audience is kind of giggling, they're like, Ah, it's Bishop, you know, we all know Bishop, (laughs) you know. And then we come to the second voice, I happen to be singing the second voice, and then the audience hears how the harmonies are beginning to come together. Mm And I swear, Richie, at that moment, so the audience goes completely quiet. And I swear I can see like two notes dancing over the audience, like sailing over. And the song continues to build up and I realize at that moment, this is where I'm gonna be for the rest of my life. What? You know? And uh, it's it's both a blessing and a curse because you're there like you're 17 years old and nothing else is gonna move you like that, right? And so even at times in my life when I'm there like, (sighs) <sighs> Did I make the right decision, you know, you go back and remember I go back, day. you know, and but it's like I can't do anything else. I I can't, you know, I'm, I'm I'm locked here. That's
1: so crazy that you remember the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: that's it's it's a powerful thing as well. Yeah, it's 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 it was a beautiful moment and it's uh, it was literally it's like the heavens opening up and you know and
1: Okay. So, and, and, and you're like singing is what I love doing, or mm-hmm. this, this world of music is definitely the place. You're 17 years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're in IB. I am. in IB. So, where does the story go, and where does your journey go from that?
2: Oh, actually, that's the beginning of now this... That, yeah, that was sort of the beginning of... of you of sitting know, here of, right of, now. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> of knowing that, I, that this, this was the place I wanted to be. So then I started, I, I did a, a tenor solo. For the Kenya music festival um representing saint mary's and this is a big moment you know i've been singing in choirs all my life you mm-hmm. know Then i'm there like i'm gonna go and do the Kenya music festival as a soloist right yeah and uh, exactly now that i think about it that was that was actually a, a, a big decision on my part because mm. i was kind of kind of shy guy you know um, and but I it went.
1: also shows the intentionality with how as soon as you made that decision how you now started working? Yes,
2: you know. And then I, I had a good music teacher, Mr. Obaga, back in the day, and he was like really encouraging me to go and do it. Um my girlfriend at the time in high school was so like, yeah, you let's let's go, let's do it, you know, go for it, you know. Um and obviously my parents are very supportive. And then I, I made it to the nationals and I won. You know? What? It was big deal. It's a big deal. And that's actually where I met Victor See. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. It's, it's funny how in life suddenly all these things begin to come together, right? So Victor was was, was representing um, Kabarak, mm-hmm. right? And he was as a bass soloist and also he was their choir director, right? And so he and I are the, at the, the Nationals uh, solo category. He's doing his thing, I'm doing my thing. We point each other out where well, they're like, dude, we've got to hang, right? Yeah. And then I go see him with his choir. And this guy is just epic, you know. He's conducting. It's obviously him who's arranged it. Then he turns around and does like a solo. I'm are like, this is the man. <laughs> this is the man. And um, and so we we'd also um, so because I'd been listening to so much ladies with black mambazo, I'd also started hearing some take six. Like, I said like, man, let's get together and form like an all men, uh, unaccompanied harmony situation. Yeah. Is like? I'm your guy. Let's do it.
1: So now it's just the two of you guys.
2: Yeah, but we did our first show with Peter Odera. Okay.
1: Hey, let's move this story. Yeah, so so like, exactly. it's become so, so sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so too it. many interconnections. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you and Victor say you connect. Uh, for those of you who are wondering who Victor say is, he's ended up being one of the members of the group Five Alive. So the two of you, this is actually the birth of Five Alive from from this uh, uh school Kenya music, music festival Kenya music festival sorry what happens from there now you decide okay guys let's join but then you're two guys
2: with two guys mm-hmm. um now so we exchange four numbers i lose his number right <laughs> and what then, year is this this is 1991 okay huh. um so i'm doing my ib my uh, my exams and he's just he's doing his uh, form 4 mm-hmm. And so we lose each other's numbers, and, and music festival was August holidays. Yeah. So we're heading into exams anyway, whatever. So then after our exams, it was sort of end of November, early December. I'm in our 46th and our three heading to Tahoe, and I see Victor on a, on a path, just actually jumping over like a ditch, <laughs> right? And they're like, that's that guy, right? Then, but the Matthew just speeds on. Ugh. But something in my mind is they're like, okay, maybe he lives in this area, mm-hmm. right? And so I used to be, I used to live in Kimani as well. Yeah. So now it's funny how things work out. So since so you know, um, music brought me to faith, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's funny. Um, because is a Catholic school, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that that I really so now when on a, on Wednesday morning when Catholics have mass, Protestants have service. Muslim kids have madrasa, etc., 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 etc. Right? That's how saints operate. It's like all inclusive, right? And so I was sitting in the church one day and across the parking lot at the music center, I'm hearing the Protestant kids ha- clapping, kids <laughs> all shot. Them. They're like, I want some of that. <laughs> like, that kind of music that makes people do that, that's what I want. Yeah. Right. And so I started going to their services, and actually the teachers were there, like you can't just Sometimes Catholics can be quite strict about yeah. this kind of thing. So actually, my mom had to write a note, and she was like, "Eric can can look for faith how he wants to, right?"
1: Yeah, your parents. There's something that you're, you're making me feel about your parents. They're very supportive. Oh, I so mean, much. I mean, you're here telling me about about you. You've joined this music thing. They're even pushing you to sing to yeah, do nationals. Exactly. Now you know, again with the church element, they're like,
2: yeah, so they're like, go find go find your thing. Yeah, that's so. Um,
1: and this is in the nineties. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, no one was busy saying go be a musician at that time.
2: Now this thing about my finding faith. This yeah. is the eighties now.
1: What? Right?
2: <laughs> yeah. So now, ninety-one. Here I am. We've lost our phone numbers. Uh, me and Victor. I see him, and then I am walking through Kilimani one day. Right. Um, and then I see this sign on a on a gate, which is it's it's, it's a map of Africa and there's a crucifix shining on Africa. Oh. So I'm there like, maybe I can get some Christian music here. It looks like a shop or an office or something. <laughs> so, because one and one makes three, right? <laughs> so, I knock on the door and I this woman opens the door, this, this young girl, and I ask her, hey, do you guys sell Christian music? Because I'm that guy. <laughs> and she says, no, this is not an office um uh, it's it's a house but actually uh, there's a commission down the road which is where that sign belongs to right and then i look at her and i'm not like do you know a guy called victor I ah uh, no way <laughs> i said do you know a guy called victor say she said like yeah he's my brother uh. You can't make that up. No you, know, no, you no, you can't. You can't. You can't, you, can't, you, can't you, can't, you know. <laughs> and I mean, the say is for nana, Yeah. you know? <laughs> yes, yes. So so she's said like, yeah, it's my brother. He's not here right now. And they're like, well, here's my phone number. And in case, I know where you live what? now. Right? That and is they insane. live literally around the corner from our place. We're in Agu right next to Kimani yes. Primary School. They are just near Kavina on El Geo Maraquet. That is insane. Right?
1: So, dude, let me get this straight. You randomly went and knocked at
2: his house. <laughs> randomly went to Victor digs, right? And then, uh, so the next day we hooked up, you know, and uh, we said, okay, let's carry on this conversation. And so he's like, hey, um, uh, do you know Peter Dera? I think I'd gone to see a Peter Dera concert at Bapo. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pete, Pete was that guy who was always when I said to him that I wanted to sing, right? He took me so seriously. You know, I mean, just some random kid who walks up to you after your show. You know, where you're, I mean, you're also on a bit of a high, yeah. you know. Um, it took yeah, me very so just... I've interviewed Pito Dera, yeah, yeah.
1: And the guy, he made it sound like you just, like, it's so good hearing you say this. Because that's how he made it sound. He was like, after a show, this kid walks up to me, he's like, yo, I want to sing. And do you know who that kid is? Errico In fact, insert clip here. <laughs> <laughs> so in the 1990 to 1992 period, I'm doing a concert one day, skinny kid comes running up to me. After a concert, you know, you sign a few tapes and things and then he comes up. He says, man, I really like that. This is what he said. I'm trying to quote Verbatim. The sound, the sound, man, the sound. He'd never heard sound come from speakers like that before. And he says,
2: man, I want to sing. My name is Eric and I want to sing.
1: Eric Oynaina.
2: Eric (laughs) Oynaina. That's exactly how it was. Exactly how it was, outside Bapo in the old sanctuary, you know. Um, and he, he took me aside and he, he prayed for me and he was like dude I hope everything goes well for you, you know. And then, uh, then me and Victor went and sought him out, because Victor was a BAPO member. Mm. right? And we're then like, okay, there was a kakesha coming up, end of December, let's do a song, we did a song called Thy Word. Uh, Just you and Victor? No, with Pitodera. You, Victor and Pitodera? Exactly. Whoa. Our first performance, publicly, unaccompanied harmony, was me, Vic and Pitodera. At Bapo at Akesha, December thirty first, ninety one going into ninety
0: two. <laughs> so you can't make this stuff. You know, and
2: then um and then i um, obviously Peter's has his own career, um and uh, so they're like okay thanks you know, he, he, but he continued to mentor us, but he was like he can't be a member of our group.
1: And this is the era when you have finished school, I mean. Yeah. You so you're it's like that, you're done with free high as school. birds.
2: Yes. Free as birds. You know, from that point on. Um, there's nothing to do for a, a number of months, you know. Um, so Victor is like, hey, may, maybe let's 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 call some friends of ours, you know. And so he called Bob Kyoko, who he was in school with, and then he called a guy called David Mageria, Monique's bro.
1: Yes, Monique
2: Mageria's brother. Yeah, um, uh, because they had known each other from a thing called uh, Christian Family Fellowship, CFF,
1: back in the day, <laughs>
2: right? Yeah. And then I brought a guy called Chris Wangondo, right? who I'd been in school with, and who was an excellent songwriter, right? And so, the five of us started. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network.
0: Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play, or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I
2: dot Um. So Victor is like, hey, may- maybe let's 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 call some friends of ours, you know? And so he called Bob Kyoko, who he was in school with, and then he called a guy called David Mageria. Monique's bro. Yes,
1: Monique Mageria's brother. Yeah.
2: Um. Uh, because they had known each other from a thing called uh, Christian Family Fellowship, CFF, back
1: in the day, <laughs>
2: right? Yes. And then I brought a guy called Chris Wangondo, right? Who i have been in school with and who was an excellent songwriter, right? And so the five of us started, and that's how it was. And we would meet every day and rehearse from like nine in the morning till to two or three, and then go to Adam's, get some chips and go home, <laughs> you know? But also, and a lot of those rehearsals were in the Sei household. Mm. And so like, the Sayis, Um were instrumental in just, you know, knowing that there's a cup of tea. Mm. And you know, young men... And even a space would, you're allowed Exactly! To, yeah. You know, uh, we practice at my place as well, and my parents are quite supportive, but it's like the Seis, right, it's like their home was our base, you know? So it's... Uh, and actually our first performance as the five of us, was at their church, uh, AIC Gong Road.
1: And now, how was that?
2: It was great. It was great. You know, and, and at of... this time, are you on a cappella group? Is there instrumentals? We were a cappella for the first year and a half, two years. Yo. You know, um, And so, I mean, the only thing that happened was one of the songs we pitched it too low. You know? mm. And so, so it was a bit, yeah. And so the harmonies sort of are not as clear as they should be when you're singing quite low. Um, and we sounded a bit like monks, <laughs> but uh, it was, but it was, it was great. You know, and the thing was this, so because we've got such a talented arranger mm-hmm. in Vic, right. Um, you know, a lot of people, when you're singing a- a cappella, you're sort of, um, assigning harmonies by ear, right. But Vic is there like, well, let's make it really close, you know, and he's telling you, you're singing this note, you know, he's not guessing, he's there like, you know, and he can really you can really, up, you're, 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 assigning every note he has to a someone gift to sing. He's, half. Got, he's got a, he's got uh, a vocal he's got a arrangement gift, you know? gift yeah. and so uh, within a very short period of time, uh, we were, were good, and a lot of people knew who we were because.
1: How how did they begin knowing who you are? Huh. What what did you what, what did you start doing? Because I mean, you've talked about one performance. Well, what happened after that?
2: So as a cappella, as an a cappella group, you're your instruments you know, so you're. it's really easy to get from one place to another, you know what I'm saying, to do a gig. And so, first of all, so we would go and sing, you could possibly do three weddings on a Saturday morning, a 9 and 11 and a 1, you know, Mm -hmm. at a place, let's say, at All Saints. Yes. You just, to care, you're you're singing three weddings, right? Then in the after, you're being called to a, a CU meeting, right? Yeah. And then on Sunday, you're doing two or three services in the morning, right? Yeah. And possibly some other thing in the afternoon. It was... It was not unheard of for us to play seven, eight engagements on a weekend. Right? And so and I mean it, it's small engagements, it's yeah. like anything fifteen minutes, half an hour, you know. Uh so within a very short period of time, this is pre internet, right? And we weren't we hadn't even started recording yet. It's just by virtue of sorry, do we Okay
1: yeah no no? Just give it I know. Second. Come on, come on through. Where was I? So no, no, I mean, yeah is like this pre-internet? So there's no... Yeah, yeah. yeah. This
2: is pre-internet. Uh, we hadn't yet started recording. And so by virtue of going and playing in front of... At every time you're playing in front of 100, 200 people, you know? Be it a congregation at a church or a ICU, you know? And so within a very short period of time, a lot of people knew who we were. And because we were also good, mm. by virtue of the fact that, I mean, yes, we could sing, but we also had this amazing arranger. Yeah. You know? But
1: in, I mean, there's the arranger, but you see, each individual has also be, you have, has to hit what he has arranged. Exactly. He has to execute what yeah, yeah. has been arranged in order for you then to be called good. Yeah. Meaning that you guys are executing.
0: Surely goodness and mercy me.
2: Yeah, we were. We were executing. But I mean, Victor was a Nazi as far as making sure that we're doing the things right, you know. <laughs> which and was needed. Which was needed, you know. And and we were we got along really well from day one, right? Mm. Um, There was no Bisanga, no Siasa, no nothing, right? And I mean, like, we were five guys at such an informative time of our lives. You yeah. just left high school. You don't know anything about what the future holds, right? But we were like each other's bros. I get. You know each other's fellowship, each other's Yes, yeah, like the fellowship of the ring, you know? Yeah. So, so but let me ask.
1: So who are you guys? Again, you guys are so pioneer you're such pioneers who, who
2: pionetic. We yeah, were such pionetic. <laughs>
1: whatever. <laughs> the word <laughs> who who are you guys I don't want to use the word competing, but who is who is at par with you? Honestly.
2: Well, I mean, Akina Pete, they had heart, and mm. they were doing their thing. You know, there was a group called Brotherly Love, they were doing their thing. Uh, I think Brotherly Love then became Safari, um, mm. but as in, but there, there wasn't as much music happening then as there was there is now uh, as there is now. Yeah, you know. Um,
1: so no wonder the explosion of come here, come here, come yeah, here, come here, yeah. come here, come here.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, but I mean, like I say, we. we if, we, we we were also we were free, as in we didn't charge. <laughs> People <laughs> were even like even thinking about that at that time. That's the thing. As I I really say, um, having your parents behind you is half the battle, right? Mm. The fact that there's a place to go practice mm. and there's bread and tea and whatever, yeah right? And then there's a there's a home to go to, right? There's this bus fare. Yes, your bus parents are giving you bus fare, and so like, um. A, a, a lot of parents don't don't realize how much, how important their role is in the inception of someone's career. Mm. Because when there's no tombs, you know, having those assurances, it's, it's all the parents, you know?
1: And then this thing kept you from doing other things. You see, at that time, as much as you saying you were free, you also had time. And you know, in time mm. and an idle mind, that's now where that energy that teens have at that time, if you direct it into something mm. like Five Alive, Hence why it would explode. Talking about Five Alive, why the name Five Alive?
2: Well, Five Guys Alive in Christ. That was the name that Chris was like, because Chris is a wordsmith. He's like, I've got it, Five Alive. I was like, yeah, sounds great. Sweet. That's how it came, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so, that, so Five Alive went on. Um, a year and a half later, David Magaria left. He went to college in the US. Mm-hmm. And we looked around for replacement, a replacement for him. And we found a guy called Joe Kirago.
1: Mm. Yeah, cause I'm like, I don't, I didn't know that name. Yeah, in yeah. Forever life.
2: So Joe came in a year and a half, two years into the into the group, and he's the one who brought in sort of keyboards and uh, um, sort of programming. Cause bro, mm. uh, Joe was a monster producer, and like, you should see him, with his hands flying across like a keyboard, he's making beats, whatever, whatever. Um, and at that time, he was sort of a part of Crisco's worship and uh, praise and worship team. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, he's the one who brought that technology into our lives, you know? And what
1: year is this? We're talking 93? I think
2: we're talking, yeah, 94-ish. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know? Um, See you guys! You need to
2: come in! You're off! Okay, have fun! um so he was
1: he he was now the producer of the group in terms of sequencing on a keyboard
2: yeah sequencing on a keyboard that was joe's forte right uh which and i tried um as we learned a lot from joe you know Mm -hmm. um but that yeah he's the one who brought that tech into the group
1: that's so cool to hear about the different roles of people in the group Mm -hmm. you know what i mean uh guys may see one person in the group and think ah this is superstar not knowing that the other people have what the roles the mm. hidden roles. Mm-hmm. so let me ask you guys at this time have you been in a studio
2: at this time no not yet um i think uh we, we did a bit of studio work for for the brookside commercial sort of
1: 1995.
2: Mm-hmm. um and we, we the got, ad which was on tv that ad. made you
1: guys superstars
2: I don't know about superstars, Superstars?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was the youth. I was, oh, oh I was wow. The, my yeah,
2: youth. Yeah. So, yeah, we got called oh. to do this thing. Um, I guess also, Chris... Chris had a, a couple of connections in the advertising world, right? Because he, he, he's always sort of been in, in media, you know, like his father yeah. was always a newscaster back in the day as well, you know, um, and was the voice of the of the NAC government. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Sammy Louie oh. is, uh, is Chris's dad. So, um... And so we got called to do an ad and we were paid 50k. <laughs> 50k This is what year 94 or 95 was there like we are millionaires. <laughs> Let's go buy a plane right now. <laughs> yeah. Eat it. Come on man. 50 G's. It was beautiful, um, and uh, so that, was, that yeah, was our first experience. And then we went and shot the, the, the video yeah. for that. It was yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool. And what ended up happening was that we were doing our first big concert, like three four months after that. And so just the ad really put us in people's living rooms, you know. Mm. And we were actually doing that concert as a fundraising mm. effort uh, because we'd been invited to, to play some gigs in uh, in, in, in Europe.
1: Hold on, no, hey, Eric, uh, come, Rory. <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying to understand these five guys who've just joined and are making music in Victor Say's house. Mm-hmm. But now you're, to- I, I've been a musician, so I understand by the time you are been invited to go to Europe, you're not a nobody. You've, you've done some waves here. By the time Brookside is calling you to do an ad, hey boss,
2: guys, well, I mean,
1: you, that means I mean and also but but let's be real. If you're talking about doing seven gigs every week weekend, five to seven gigs every weekend, for a year and a half, you had you had put your foot on the ground. You had you're yeah. you're you yeah. leaving a mark. Yeah. So were you feeling the effects of that? Before even we talk about this flying out. were you guys begin to feel like, oh, we are stars? Let me give you another example. Mm. I go down to every holiday we went to Jardini. Mm-hmm. You guys came. That's right. You guys came there and you didn't come there once. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it was a big deal for you even to be called by the Alliance
2: Hotels mm-hmm. to do concerts. It, yeah, it was. But I mean, there's a combination of things. Everything is connected, right? Yeah. And so, A, we're doing a good job, right? But also, like the Matiba family, they knew Chris once again mm-hmm. from a long time before. Also, uh, we had very close connections with Suzanga Shukia. Uh-huh. right who was uh, in the Ooh, same in group, group with, with Suzanne susan Matiba, Matiba, right yes. and so we were part of that whole collective and the, yeah and uh-huh. so yeah okay i get it yeah so um we beginning to feel the effects yes uh um in good ways and bad ways you know as uh, but i mean can i ask what were some of the bad ways some of the bad ways i don't know i mean i think there were, I, I, I definitely think there was a time in my life I remember we were playing this one gig at this at city hall and there are a bunch of bands and us and i'm thinking it must be hard to be these guys because we're so good <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my lord
2: you know that's a hubris you know i but and so you play you play that you do that whole arc up until when we got our uh we got a Kisima award i think in Kisima's first, it's inaugural ceremony. Yep. Who called now 95, 96? And we got booed off stage. And the nominees in this category are, Chef. Hot Rod. No.
0: Shades of Black. Four Alive. <laughs>
2: And the winner is, ladies and gentlemen, Five Alive! Thank you very much. We're very grateful to our loyal fans, those who supported us. Thank you. This would not be here if it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. You know? And so you do the whole thing from, oh my God, look how great we are to getting booed off stage. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of things that happened had happened in those so, kiddo, three years. Do I proceed?
1: Uh, yes, just yes, proceed. You're rolling? Yeah. Yeah, let's proceed. So,
2: um, Ted Josiah had created a sound, right? Have you recorded your album at this time? We are recording our album concurrently.
1: hmm okay. Right? First first about this Ted Josiah, then we'll come to your album. Yeah.
2: So, Ted Josiah created a sound. Uh, it's, it's sort of, its biggest its biggest star at the time was Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, there's a change mm-hmm in what Kenya is listening to. It's true. Right? And so, here we are, we've been doing our gospel a cappella, right? And we're playing, now, sort of, at that point, like, the Premiership is Carnival. Mm-hmm. Right, that's the Premier League, right? Yep. And now, Ohiki is Vumai. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was, uh, it was hard times. <laughs> I remember, w- we were outside, I-, I think, I don't know, warming up or something. And the whole audience, kumelana, kumelana. Wow. And They're like, spoiled. <laughs> 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 <Okay. laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. You know? But even did we even play? Yeah, we played on Dio that night. Um no, no, we we played another version of a song called Don't Worry But Ac- but, Ac- but Acoustic. Um it was it was it was it was cool. Um but there were there was we did get booed off when we got our award, right? I th- I can't remember who we were up against, and the audience was kind of 50 50 as to who should get it, right? And it was it was a moment you because you've got to deliver an acceptance speech <laughs> to who guys are, who just to guys who are booing you, you know? And so but and so it's I uh, but it's 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 humbling and it's good because after that has happened, I was actually t- uh, saying this to some some um, some kids yesterday. When you when when that has happened, right? You suddenly become unbogable. <laughs> because you've hit rock bottom, yes. you know yes. you you are now unshakable. Yeah. So I've been booed. Right. Okay. So let me ask you. Let's
1: now go back to the first time you guys as explained to us this whole recording. How did how did you guys begin working on your album?
2: Uh, we'd come into contact with uh, now Suzanne and Guido, who owned a studio, mm-hmm. and then we'd also come into contact with Bruce Diambo, who um, at, at at one point was also managing us. Um, and so we well, were like, okay, we've been we we'd gone to to Europe, uh, played a couple of gigs in Switzerland. We'll come back to the. We'll, we'll come back. Um, and then we'd gone to to London, in search of a record deal, right? Um, and this was now we're talking about '94, right? Uh, it's it's all boys to men time. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. boys to men o'clock, right? <laughs> so uh and so we we changed our sound a bit because we'd also the gigs that we were playing in London needed like we were playing there was a theater that was the, the that had a musical happening and after the musical people would go into the into the bar for like they were calling it a, like a cabaret right mm-hmm. and so we would you'd would sort of you, you you would sort of the first night you'd be given was like a monday or a tuesday and the better you got the closer you got to the weekend right mm-hmm. And so we were sort of incorporating other stuff into into our set, sort of uh, some grooves, some beats, right? And so we started getting, sort of, closer, to the get, getting yeah. closer to the weekend. And at one point, I think we were playing like three nights a week. Right. So it was cool, you know. Um, but obviously now at this point, um, we're being influenced by by what, the boy's demands of the world. Sort of the, 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 the four part harmony mm. situation mm. that's happening mm. globally. Um, and so but the industry was saturated with it at that point, you know, and uh, it was so you show up in London, you're looking for a record deal. And it's like, so what are you guys? Are you are you gospel? Are you R&B? Right. Are you a cappella? And and, and and the industry really wants to pigeonhole you because they know how to sell a particular thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. And so you understand that business model. They're like, we don't do different because this thing works. Right. Thankfully the internet has come and has broken that story. Yes. Right? Yeah. But that's the London that we that, that that we experience. And London was quite an experience for us. I'm telling you, there's there's a there's there's like a miniseries in there. <laughs> because <laughs> there were times we were so mawaya, so broke. <laughs> because so here we are playing this. So, so okay, okay. let's
1: clean. let's 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 talk about this tour then. Yeah. How does this tour even come to be?